0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 693 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today, it's good neighbor, Kristen Pell. She's with Treeline Realty. Kristen, how you doing?
1: Good. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming on the show and taking a few moments out of your day. I'm sure you'd rather be in like a nice... Southwest Florida, home right now, showing the wonderful things and how great the life is here in Southwest Florida. For those up north that are going, wow, oh, I didn't know Florida was this good. I heard, I heard other, you know, things about Florida. I don't know alligators and God knows what, but uh, yeah, there, this is a nice place to live. So that's probably old news. You're probably tired of hearing that, huh? <laughs>
1: alligators and hurricanes. We get it all the time.
0: That's <laughs> yeah, funny. I had I had a dream about alligators last night, too. <laughs> I, I don't me. know why. It's funny. You know, you get in conversations like in the daytime and you like, go, oh, it triggers a dream you had. Like, wow, that's right. I dreamt about alligators. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Charlie, back to the show, dude. Uh, so, Kristen, tell us about what you're doing at Treeline Realty.
1: Sure. Well, we've been in business since 2007. Uh, We do handle residential and commercial sales, but we do have a heavy focus on residential Um, kind of our niche, though, is the 55 plus demographic. So that active adult lifestyle is super unique. And what we've done here is we've mastered how to fulfill what they're looking for in an overall community, not just a home. So a lot of people come down here and they think, oh, I love this home. I love that home. Well, what we do is we show them communities first and homes second, because everyone has a lifestyle in their mind that they're looking for. We actually have a unique questionnaire that we ask our specifically our retirees on what's more important to them. You know, do they see a day with having a glass of wine at night looking at the sunset? Or they or are they out on a walk? Or are they waving to neighbors? Or do they like the privacy? And you know serene woods everyone has different answers so we try to match them with a specific community
0: wow i absolutely love that so it's communities first home second which makes so much sense and unless you've lived in this area for a little bit you really understand that i mean coming from pennsylvania it was just the home maybe the school district played into that but but you're right. I mean, especially for the 55 plus, it really is many times about the amenity. Sure, location's important, but um, wow, that, that's really smart. Wow, wow, wow. And and it's funny, I just we... finished a conversation with, with someone. Their parents just moved to a community and and he was talking about the community, you know, the fitness <laughs> center and the and the five restaurants and this and that. And not once did the actual home come into the conversation, right?
1: I'm not surprised. Yeah. You know, we Usually on our first meeting with people, we'll tell them, you know, there's only two times in life where you get to be around people of the same age. That's college and that's a 55 plus community.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah. it's really nice because when you go to these age-restricted communities or sometimes not even age-restricted, just active adult communities that cater towards that It's so nice because they all get to hang out with everyone that's in the same season of life that they are.
0: Yeah. Neat, neat. So what about your journey into real estate? Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. Well, I've always been fascinated with people's different personalities, their different lifestyles. And so that coupled with just an inborn entrepreneurial spirit made real estate the perfect career choice. Also, I just love change, and there is definitely never a dull moment in real estate. We all know that, and it's fast-paced, and I love that nature, so it's right up my alley.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must be great, all the variety uh, that it allows in different areas and different communities. Uh, Very cool. So what about when it comes to... Myths, misconceptions. Uh, What do you hear out there? And and maybe uh, if if you have anything for the 55 plus communities, maybe uh, focus on that, but no pressure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there is a lot of myths. We actually have what's called the ultimate buying guide for active adults. So it's a 50 page document and it's all Q and A's, you know, questions that we have gotten that people either just don't understand or that they've You know, heard from a friend, so it must be true, you know, or they found it on Google. So we really help dispel a lot of that and properly educate before they even make it down here on a plane ride. Um, But I would say, you know, overall, just industry specific, probably that doing a for sale by owner will save you money. (laughs) And In reality, you know, Fispo sellers often run the risk of losing money. Um, I mean, that can happen in several ways. It's different for everybody. But, you know, for example, they could price their home too high and it could just sit on the market for a while. And or on the flip side, they could price it too low and leave a bunch of money on the table. So there's, you know, everybody talks about buyer's remorse, but seller's remorse is definitely a real thing, too. You just don't hear about it as often. And actually, in fact, in 2020, there's a statistic that came out that homes sold with with an agent actually sold an average of 295000 but homes sold on their own as a for-sale by owner sold for 217000 Wow. So, you yeah. know, you can't argue with statistics. You know, when you hire an agent... They're not just going to price the home correctly. It's not just about that, but negotiate offers for you, um, guide you through the financial and legal jargon that come with selling a home. It's just, we're, we're well-versed in language of offers, counteroffers, contracts, all the things that we can do to help safeguard them against potential pet pitfalls.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you make a good point, Kristen, about the seller's remorse. I mean, we hear a lot about the buyer's remorse, but you know, the seller's remorse, especially in this market with you know prices escalating the way they have. I mean, my goodness, how would you even yeah. begin as a homeowner with with very little, if any, experience in the local market here to, you know, you might as well put a blindfold on and throw a dart, you know, to, to select <laughs> the, the best price for your property, right?
1: It is wild. And, and, you know, a lot of sellers will contact us and say, hey, you know, we're really interested in listing you, but we want to see if we can do it on our own first. And it's just, even though it is a hot market, this is not what you want to DIY. I think they don't, they underestimate how overwhelming it's going to be. It is like a full-time job. Your house is a revolving door. You're getting dozens of showings a day. You're getting multiple offers. It's just, it's its the Wild West. And when you're not used to it, it's just another day in the life for me, but- yeah. For them, it's super overwhelming. So, you know, hiring a good realtor really is worth every penny.
0: Yeah, Great advice. So how about outside of the office? What are you doing for fun?
1: Uh, Always spending time with my family. You know, it's this is the type of industry that really can dictate your schedule if you don't set boundaries. So my husband and I really prioritize and protect our family time. So when I'm not working, we're, you know, at home, we're at the gym, we're on the water, you know, enjoying all the things that the Florida Lifestyle has to offer.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Now where do you work out?
1: Uh couple different places burn boot camp which i uh, absolutely love that's uh-huh. hardcore 45 minutes of you're walking out dripping in sweat
0: <laughs> oh, <man. laughs>
1: and then non-stop fitness was just near my house you know for the the days that i want a little easier workout
0: <laughs> uh, good for you wow that's great <laughs> so how about when you look back Kristen, a period of time that you were challenged uh you know, had the old rough go about hardship, but you got through it. Now you can say, Hey, because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger.
1: Yes. Yes. You know, it's funny. My favorite quote has always been smooth seas do not make skilled sailors. Mm -hmm. And boy, did I find that out when I had a major hardship happen. So I had mentioned, you know, Tree Line started a while ago, so 2007 is when Treeline started, and then I actually joined them in 2009, and then I purchased the brokerage in 2016, so once I became the broker owner, a few short months after that, I was notified of some shocking news. There had been some paperwork that was misfiled at the DBPR, and our entire brokerage went inactive, so that meant no real estate activity could be conducted. You want to talk about pure panic. I mean, every pending wow. transaction, every phone call, every negotiation, everything came to a screeching halt. So I'm thinking, okay, I got to Let's take action immediately mm. and take care of everything. But, you know, government entities, they move at a snail's pace. So once I made the change, they said it's going to take seven to 10 business days to process. Until we can become active again. So, after some raw emotion, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I pulled my big girl pants up and took action and I called a friend that is um, also a fellow broker and what we did is we signed an agreement and I transferred everyone's license over to his brokerage temporarily. That way we could legally still conduct real estate activity. Right. And then I had to assign all of our contracts over to his brokerage in order for them to be closed out. So once we were back active, everything switched back and went back to normal. But it was an absolute whirlwind.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah, so pretty much any problem that comes my way since then, I can handle it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I- It does. Having lived through that and finding a solution uh, makes everything else come your way. Like you said, it's like a walk in the park. Ah, this is nothing, right? (laughs) Well, thanks for sharing that. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about Treeline Realty? What would that be?
1: Well, I would say, first of all, you know, we really pride ourselves on the Treeline difference. So we touched a little bit on that, on how we handle our 55 plus demographic, but what we do with all of our customers and clients is we sit down and get to know them and their story. So, you know, if somebody calls and they're interested in a home, we're not as much concerned with, okay, how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms, square footage? We wanna know what do you like about your situation now? What do you don't like about your situation? What do you see in your future? Um, because when you can really get to know the person, then you can help guide them a lot easier because a lot of buyers don't really know what they're looking for. They'll tell you what they think, but it's hard to hop off the fence and make a decision. So what we can do is remind them of, well, you told us that this is what you were looking for. You know, and we can remind them of those things and help them envision themselves in that home. So, you know, for us, that really is what makes the difference that bond and that relationship from start to finish. But, you know, I would say overall, as a whole in our industry, I think people just need to know how hard agents work for them. I think there's been a stigma for too many years that, you know, realtors barely do any work and they get paid too much and, It's incredible how much we're asked to discount our services and, I mean, as a broker, frankly, I think it's just unfair. Um, The reality is, at least here in Southwest Florida, we live in paradise, so that happens to attract countless window shoppers. And so that results in agents spending a lot of time and money on people without ever seeing a paycheck. There's so much preparation and struggle that go into building a personal real estate business and then also just keeping it consistent. So, those ones that persevere, that are successful, that are knowledgeable and handle clients with the utmost professionalism, those are the ones that are elevating the reputation of our industry and deserve respect.
0: Well said. That's
1: Thank great. <laughs> I'm a little passionate about that.
0: <laughs> you, know, you know, it's uh, yeah, yeah, it's easy when when you see a business owner because really, I mean, obviously you are—you're the broker, but but you know, all your agents are. It's a part of the team, but they're also their own business, and it's it's easy to to for someone who owns whatever a candy shop and to see potential patrons come in and out all day long and not buy any candy, right? You know. Talk yes. about frustrating, right? And but no one sees the realtor going, you know, from place to place to place, and 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 being ready when the you know the the client from Minnesota comes, flies into town, and and they expect you to be with them for three days to show them every property under the sun, and then they go back, <laughs> and yeah, they, yeah, you know, we're we're gonna make this move in in probably a couple two to five years, and you know, it just. <laughs> There's all like you said, and that that's not even the work when you list a home and, and the investment money wise, photography, ads, the time spent with open houses and on and on and on. So uh, I'm glad you brought that up.
1: You are on point And all of that is so unbelievably true. And I'm glad that you see that and feel that, you know, with our current market, the way it is, it's it's a it's a different kind of hard work because you know you're writing offer after offer after offer after offer for the same buyer and they are getting so discouraged and you're feeling that disappointment for them you know cuz you're writing offers as strong as you can and you're advising them and you're helping them but at the end of the day it could take a while till they finally secure one and you want them to go to sleep at night feeling like they didn't overpay for it and it's just, there's a lot of pressure. There's, there's a lot to navigate, especially in today's market. So,
0: yep. you know,
1: I would encourage any listener that's, you know, in, thinking of buying or selling home, just make sure you really interview your realtor. NAR right now has the highest memberships that they've ever had. So that means in the history of National Association of Realtors, there are more people getting their real estate license, which in my opinion is scary. Yeah, The barrier of entry in Florida is super low for a real estate license. So just because your friend or your cousin Bob or your friend's friend (laughs)
0: got a
1: real estate license doesn't mean you should use them. You really (laughs) should go and find the right fit for you. Because there's Uh, there's a lot on the line when you're entering a financial contract.
0: (laughs) Yeah, boy, for sure. Well, great, great advice. I know we have listeners who want to get in touch, want to learn more, Kristen, what's the best way for them to do so?
1: Sure. Our website is treelinerealty.com. We have an overall email of homes at treelinerealty.com. If they want to reach me directly, they can email me at kristen at treelinerealty.com.
0: Well, terrific. Well, really appreciate your time today, Kristen, and I wish you the best going forward there.
1: Thank you. It's been a pleasure.